Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Say what needs to be said. Mr. Pick Six back with another episode. All right, today we got a few topics, a few topics today. We're going to talk about Tom Brady, the Mike Lombardi who keep coming from me, can't stop coming from me. We're going to talk Russell Wilson, Sean Payton, and also Chris Jones. What's going on with Chris Jones? So let's talk about it. If y'all don't know, Tom Brady will be honored at halftime, the Patriots versus the Eagles game on September 10th at Gillette Stadium. You know what I mean? At halftime. So they got it. They're doing a little ceremony to honor the great Tom Brady, number 12 himself. He will be showing up at Gillette Stadium. But I'm just thinking, can you imagine the energy that he's going to bring when he walked through the stadium at halftime out there? Man, it's going to be electrifying in there. I mean, it's going to be so loud. Everybody's going to be so excited to hear for their champ. You know, the guy that bought them so many Super Bowls and so many memories. So everybody's going to be pumped. I mean, you're not going to probably be able to hear yourself talking there. You're definitely not going to be able to hear yourself speak when they're screaming for him when he walk out of that stadium. But I'm just thinking, they got a tough game ahead of them. And they're bringing Tom Brady to this game, which is a tough game. And I'm wondering, do you think his energy by him, his presence, can help the Patriots somehow come out with the victory against the Eagles? I mean, you never know. You never know. Never know. It's just a thought, you know, something to think about. <laughs> think about before you, you place that bet, you know what I mean? But let me, let me explain something to you about the power of Brady, right? These ticket prices has almost doubled any game going on week one. That's the power of Brady. They said they're throwing a ceremony for the great Tom Brady. And guess what? These ticket prices have surged. I think it's almost 698% from when they had a ceremony for Peyton Manning. Man, that's crazy. But, you know, it's well-deserving, and, and that's the power of Brady. These average ticket prices are, for the Patriots and uh, Eagles game, September 10th, $734. The next highest is $438, and that's the Packers versus Bears game. So you see what I'm saying? I want you to feel that. And all this mishap's been going on that we don't know about and why he left and all that craziness. But this is the power of Brady, and, and this is how much the people – in Massachusetts, New England area, appreciate him. You know what I mean? Great guy. We all know that, man. But, um, you know, another question that came about, and I've seen people talking about it as this ceremony is approaching, do you think the NFL in itself, the entity, should retire Tom Brady's number 12? Nobody should be able to wear number 12 no more. I mean, I think he is well deserving of that, and I think it absolute, absolutely should be done. What way do you celebrate the greatest ever. And I think he will always be the greatest ever. And I don't think he will ever be challenged as being the greatest ever. And we have some talented quarterbacks and all that that's playing right now. But the difference with Tom Brady is he won these games and these championships with minimum talent on offense. And that's my opinion. And I think he can never be challenged as the greatest ever because of that. When he got what would have been great talent in their prime and then they older, you know, but it was still pretty good talent. You see what he did, undefeated, breaking records with Randy Moss and, and Stallworth and, you know, all that. You know what I mean? So with that being said, you know, Tom Brady is coming to Gillette Stadium. Everybody's going to be excited. You know, I can't wait to see him out there. You know what I mean? Bringing back memories and all that for everybody. So, you know, y'all tell me what y'all think. Who's going to pull out that game? Is uh, do the Patriots make it a game? Or, I mean, are the Eagles just going to take it like everybody expects? You know, say what needs to be said. You know what I mean? Next subject. Here we go. We got, if you don't remember, you know, me and Mike Lombardi, we done had a few powwows, but 
he do, he did another uh, podcast. Uh, I, I can't forget the name of the podcast, but he did another podcast, and it's a New England Patriots podcast. I, obviously, he's a a new fa- a New England Patriots fan, but he can't stop coming from me. The, the guy Mike Lombardi can't stop coming from me, right? So I see you talking about Asante Samuel didn't do his research, and he keeps talking about the Tom Brady and uh, Bill Belichick thing. Guess what? How much research do you need to be done to figure out the Tom Brady and Bill Belichick scenario? How much research? It's no much research you need to be done. Guess what? This is a little research for you. Some quick research. Me, myself, I had 22 interceptions when I played for the New England Patriots. And then when I left, I had 29 more to go with that. So you see what I'm saying? See, I do my thing. Greatness, we, we prevail wherever we are in any situation. Tom Brady, he leaves New England. And goes to Tampa, to the Tampa Bay Bucks. One season, like we all know, does his thing. He goes out there, shows greatness, and be great, right? Bill Belichick, he is still there. I leave, Brady leaves, other people leave, but Brady leaves. And Brady leaves, and he goes opposite of what he used to go on. He's going backwards. He's not winning anymore, right? So you explain that to me. Why you keep coming for me and he's still there right now? See, that's what that's what you don't understand. The NFL is what have you done for me lately? And what has Bill Belichick done for New England Patriots lately? Besides have you, Mike Lombardi, come up here and try to have his back when he's still there right now. Why are you talking about the past? Let him tell him to win right now. That's what is that's what everybody waiting on. I'm waiting on it. So you ain't got to keep coming for me because. What I'm saying can be, he can be, it can be proven wrong. And he has opportunity and all the means and the resources available to have that be, to be done. And he still hasn't proven me wrong. We all know that NFL is what have you done for me lately? And that's the first thing he'll tell you when you come to New England Patriots in the meeting, he's going to tell you what have you done for me lately, right? Let me tell you what have Bill Belichick done for us lately. He has put his number one draft pick quarterback the one he drafted in the first round, he has not set his number one draft pick up to succeed in the NFL. He has given him every situation, some of the worst situation to be a quarterback in the NFL. And we all know what that, that means and what happened in that situation. We know who hired, who was hired to help this guy be successful on offense. And who did that? Coach Belichick. I don't understand why you keep coming for me, right? It's like I can't even figure out why you you have his back so much and he's still there having the opportunity. Did he promise you some some Super Bowl tickets or does does he provide season tickets for you or something? Or are you in the box every every game? Because I don't understand why you keep coming for me. And he still has the opportunity to win while Tom Brady is gone. He drafted quarterback. He dra- he's drafting the in the draft every year. And he just drafted a quarterback a couple of years ago that's still the, the starting quarterback on the New England Patriots roster. And he has every opportunity to do the same thing he did as Tom Brady, right? So now, we're talking about you on this podcast. This guy's asked you, this is what they asked you on the podcast. He asked you if you had the number one pick overall in the NFL draft, would you select Bill Belichick or Tom Brady? And you couldn't even answer the question. You said, you know what, let me bring this guy, Asante Samuel, up. And you took a shot at me. And you want to call me a moron. A moron because. I said Bill Belichick isn't the greatest coach. And I said Bill Belichick is nothing without Tom Brady. I'm a moron because I said that. Because that's my opinion. 
That's that's how small minded you are. I'm a mor- I'm a moron because I have an opinion of if he's the greatest or not. Right. But let me talk to you for a minute, moron. He asked you that question and you couldn't answer the question. But I answer it for you because I know you wanted to answer it. But we know you would have offended your daddy. So let me answer it for you. Me, myself, and everybody around in the whole America will draft Tom Brady, Mr. Lombardi. We know that. You know that. Because you could coach Tom Brady to a Super Bowl. I can coach Tom Brady to a Super Bowl. Anybody around here can coach Tom Brady to a Super Bowl. And that's the facts. Because guess what? He went to Tampa Bay in the COVID year. And you might as well say he coached the team to the Super Bowl. Now, it's on you, Mike Lombardi. If you want to keep taking shots and calling people moron, myself, to be exact, and you keep right along. But you're not looking too good trying to say that, yeah, let's talk about that. You try to bring up the Super Bowl and said Tom Brady had 137 yards, 134 yards in his first Super Bowl, so the game was won by the defense. What do you want Tom Brady to do in the first Super Bowl, his first game, his, his first big game of his life in Super Bowl? You want him to go out there and just be slanging the ball? No, he's out there to do what? Win the game. Exactly. See, all this research you're trying to do to help yourself create an argument, you're not going to be able to help create yourself an argument no matter what research you've done. That's the difference. Because guess what? Tom Brady was the quarterback, and he is there to win the game. Whether he throw for 500 yards or 50 yards, he is winning the game. And that's what Tom Brady does. Your guy in the Super Bowl, he bitch players. That's the things he do. He doesn't do things to help Tom Brady win. He bitch players to, to, to put Tom Brady back against the wall like Tom Brady always had to, 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 to play for New England. Back against the wall. He benching the top players to help him win the Super Bowl. That's, that's the coach that we're dealing with. But being that we got Tom Brady and he is Tom Brady, he can overcome these things. And he's shown that and he's proven that. So stop it, Mike. You can go do as much research you want. You ain't going to never figure out or never be able to blatantly say that Bill Belichick is a great coach without Tom Brady. The only way you're going to be able to say that, Mike Lombardi, is Bill Belichick win without Tom Brady. Say what needs to be said. I'm through with you. And I'm sick of you, Mike Lombardi. All right, say what needs to be said. Russell Wilson, Sean Payton. All right, we all know Sean Payton is the new head coach of the Denver Broncos. And he was brought in this year to lead the team, right? But it's been some issues and a, and a lot of noise being made about Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson. So let's talk about that a little bit, right? So as we all know, or if you didn't know, Coach Sean Payton, he is an amazing leader, Super Bowl champ, and he is a brilliant mind offensively. As we know, he did in, at the Saints with Drew Brees. He led Drew Brees to and the Saints to a championship. Drew Brees has a lot of records and accolades and so on and so forth forth right he did a lot of great things and who that nation and they and they love him you know but things went bad and you know it was time to go he's a proven coach <clears throat> he proved he know how to build a team you know how to capture you know everybody's attention when necessary and just uh basically do the things necessary whatever it takes to 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 be successful or succeed in the nfl all right in the nfl you don't get too many opportunities as an owner general manager to hire a coach with that with, with these type of credentials you know you know a super bowl champion coach you know coach that's you know kind of still in his prime and, and doing his thing right you don't get these many opportunities and he had a, a year left on his, his contract when he retired from the saints he was still coaching the saints and you know still doing his thing but i guess he was tired of it and 
He just abruptly retired out of nowhere, but he still has some time left on his contract, right? So he still has some time on his contract, but the Broncos like, we got to make a move and we got to make a move fast. We just had a, a head coach that we fired and we just made a, a big commitment to this to a quarterback, right? So this big commitment, we don't want to look foolish. So we got to get somebody in here to, to make us look good, to help him be the quarterback that he used to be in. So being that Coach Sean Payton got time left on his contract, you have to give up something significant to acquire a coach like that, right? And what would that be? So they gave up the 2024 first round draft pick to acquire Coach Sean Payton. And that's what they did. It ended up being a 2024 first round draft pick, right? So they hired him to lead the team. And like I said, he got this quarterback with a five-year commitment. And I know that doesn't sit so well with Coach Sean Payton, but he probably want to change the environment and he's like, I'll deal with it. So let's bring it on, right? So we got Russell Wilson there, right? And if you don't know, who doesn't know? Russell Wilson is a happily married man. He's a proud of his family and he is going to show off his family any chance he get. He's going to even show off the kids that's not even his. It's part of his family. And his wife, we all know, is a Sierra, a famous R&B R singer who is famous and she's always on the internet promoting herself as she should do as an R&B artist, right? So they're out in the limelight on the internet and they're, they're in, I guess they're inspiring to show people what family life is like and what it should be. You know, you know how people do on the internet, you know, to show out and act like everything good. And then you go home and then you're acting crazy and this and that. But, you know, not saying that's that situation, but, you know, everybody, most of the people, it ain't what it looked like on the internet. Right. But as, as soon as uh, Sean Payton become the head coach of the Denver Broncos, he made it clear that this Russell, Russell Wilson treatment that y'all are giving him is not, not necessary at all. And all his People's meaning is uh, private trainers, et cetera, are no longer allowed in his facilities. So all this special treatment that y'all was giving him is no longer allowed in the facilities, right? The trainer, you know, he had a special trainer. You know, Sierra, the family, they probably had a key to walk in there. This is over with. And, and remember, he called out the previous head coach, Hackett, and told him, it's your fault, and blah, blah, this, and blah, blah, that. And called him out. I guess when he got to... When, when Coach Sean Payton got to Bronco Nation, he realized and seen what was going on, and it just upset him so much, right, that he had to say something. So Russell Wilson last year was his worst season ever in the NFL. It was worst season hands down. It, it looked crazy out there. Everybody's seen it, but statistically, if you didn't know, it was his worst season, and it was bad, right? So Sean Payton tells him, in order to salvage your career, you need to focus on Russell, right? And stop focusing on Russell's ink. That's what Coach Sean Payton telling him. Stop focusing on Russell's ink. Would you stop effing kissing those babies? You're not running for public office. These are Sean Payton's words. He's attacking, attacking Russell Wilson, right? But he's getting into him. He's challenging. I know what he's doing. He's seeing what you made about. And he want to see how Russell Wilson's going to respond. Because like you know, Russell Wilson in the line, like, like I said, with the family, He's showing off the pictures. Uh, I can say all the kids everywhere, not even the kids that's here. He's showing them at the facilities. I'm teaching them to play football. But you you don't see him uh, or anybody really posting about the team and, and 
and, and looking like they're focused. So I'm just to a court, to a coach of that caliber, who is a Bill a Bill Parcells protege, a, the 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 man of the no nonsense type coaching style, because that's who he was raised by. I know it bothers him inside, you know, just watching that. It's just like I don't envision my quarterback. You know, I want somebody, uh, uh, I need somebody, uh, you know what I mean? So I I, I know that's kind of that's how he's feeling just watching that. And so he had to express that desire to to Russell Wilson. Like, you know, to in order to savage your career, man, we gotta make some changes. The things that you used to doing and maybe the babysitting, because he probably used to being treated, you know, having first class treatment. Being basically spoiled and everything done the way he 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 wants it done. That's probably what he's used to to having. And Sean Payton's like, no, this is my way, and you have to buy into my way. And I'm going to see what you're about because I'm going to start jabbing at you to see what you're about. And that's what's happening. So we got to check this out and see how he's built and see if he can stand this, right? Because I don't know if Russell Wilson can deal with this type of coach. This is a tough coach. And like I said, he probably has been, been treated a certain way his whole career that he's used to. You know, we had uh, Coach Pete Kyle, but he wasn't the, the main quarterback at first. So I'm sure he had to go through a little something. He's like a fourth-round pick. So he wasn't just always the man. So it looks like. But he probably didn't always have a coach with this type of attitude. I mean, this not attitude, but this type of nonsense approach. Meaning we, not, we don't play the radio and things don't go your way because you're the $200 million quarterback. I don't, I, I don't care nothing about that. They're going to get rid of you before they get rid of me. That's probably how Sean Payton feels, and that's probably what he told the GM and the owner. So he's not going to have that, right? So, But it's proven, though, that if you buy in to what Sean Payton is selling, you will be successful. I mean, he did it with two quarterbacks last year. He did it with Drew Brees, and he is proven. So... It's all up to Russell Wilson if he is going to decide to buy in and and let Sean Payton lead him and help salvage his career like Sean Payton said. And let me reread that quote, right? This quote is from um, ESPN's Seth Wickersham. This is Sean Payton. Let me say it exactly because I don't know if I said it exactly right last time. In order to salvage his career, he needs to focus less on Russell Inc. Will you effing stop kissing all those babies? You're not running for public office. <laughs> I just had to reread it quote for quote because, you know, it was funny. But that's Sean Payton for you, man, like a no-nonsense type of guy. He is coming hard. He means business. And he's coming there to help this team be successful. And I'm sure he sees a lot of talent in the team. And he has no choice but to deal with Russell right now to help lead his team. So he's jabbing at him. He's doing whatever he can do to push him. But you know what I mean? But we're going to figure out and we're going to find out and we will see if Russell Wilson is built for this type of coaching style and if he's going to fold under pressure. We're going to watch this unfold and see how it plans out and we'll cover this and we're going to see how that first game go. Say what needs to be said. Now we got a, we're going to talk about Chris Jones. We got Chris Jones who is holding out one of the, not one of the, uh, the best Defensive player in the NFL, we know arguably, you know, they probably throw a few people in there. But right now, we're going to say he's the best defensive player in the NFL. So he's holding out and he's not going to play in this game coming up tonight. Right. He's not going to play in this game. The first game of the season because he wants a raise on his contract and he's on the last year of his contract. So it's, it's kind of a little, you know, it's a thin line right there. 
Now, Nick Bosa signs a five-year, $107 million extension with $122 million guaranteed, according to ESPN. That is an average of $34 million a year, making him the highest-paid defensive player in the entire NFL. Overall, $34 million a year. Now, Chris, jo- Chris Jones is holding out, right? Now, this should make it very simple and very easy to get this done, get this done with Chris Jones. The Kansas City Chiefs shouldn't have no problem stroking this check when they just seen a done a, a, a contract being done for Nick Bosa, and it's making him the highest paid defensive player in the NFL. Without Chris Jones on your team or on the Kansas City Chiefs team, do you think that will affect this game against the Detroit Lions? Do you think this will stop them from winning? Because let me tell you about Chris Jones. If you don't understand who Chris Jones, he is one of the most dominating players to ever play football. Not one player can block him. Not two players can block him. Not even three. He cannot even be triple teamed, right? So he is well deserving of this money. And I don't know what can possibly stop them from getting this deal done because it can come back and bite you as a team, as an organization too. Because if that player who is very important to the success of the team and he's not on the team, and the first game, and the, and you're not successful in that game, and they're showing, and it, it, it's exploited where he's supposed to be, now he has more leverage, and now he's probably going to want more money. That's how, how it goes sometimes. It's all about leverage. But he doesn't seem like that type of guy. But, you know, we never know how things go, and we just got to watch and wait and see. But my question is, and I want to know, does the Kansas City Chiefs still win this game? I absolutely, yeah, that's me, yeah. Hands down, they're going to win it, no doubt about it. Even with uh, Travis Kelsey hurt, you know what I mean? I think they still have all the firepower. And Detroit still has to prove prove that what was last year is not going to be a fluke this year. Because last year is last year, and the NFL is what have you done for me lately. The Kansas City Chiefs, they're coached by Andy Reid. We know by Andy Reid, he's, he's a hell of an officer coordinator. And they got the great Patrick Mahomes. And they keep speed. So with the speed and the talent, I think it's going to be an explosive game. Like I said before, Kansas City is going to hold it down. Yeah, they might not be able to stop the run, but how many points are you going to get and how long can you control that ball, you know, running the ball without without scoring? That would be a question because if you can run that ball where Chris Jones is missing and hold that ball and keep it away from, from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, it may give you a better opportunity. But that's up to Detroit to exploit exploit that. So we'll see. Like, comment, subscribe. Tell me what y'all think, man. And um, y'all tune in to this game. Let's uh let's see what happens with Chris Jones. Cause if they need him and it shows up in this game, you get you best believe this the, the next day, the weekend, that contract will be done. Say what needs to be said, Mr. Pick Six. I'm out. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.